We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's the horror show. Sean and Joe, another episode ready to go. They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between. Cherishing make believe, get ready for Halloween. It's the horror show. I know you miss those guys. Tune in and find out what's on their list tonight. They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate. Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate. It's the horror show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Uh, tripped up there for a second. Uh, how you doing, Joe? Tired, man. You're fucking, fucking moving. tired. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I should I should preemptively apologize to the people. I, I might fucking fall asleep halfway through. <laughs> I... Uh, I got up at, at six in the morning today after packing all day yesterday and moving shit all day yesterday, and uh, I sat down an hour ago to eat for the first time, and then here we are. Here we are recording. That sounds like um, sore, fucking miserable, sounds like yeah. a fucking nightmare. <laughs> and living with your your wonderful parents, even worse. <laughs> it's so funny. They're so gracious. Like you know, <laughs> fucking allowing this. Like I should be grateful. But. <laughs> Oh man, um, we talked about some of those uh, those stories on the the bonus episode this week. So check that. Yeah, out. Yeah, I do have. I, I I already have uh, a good story involving my dad, and I haven't even lived here. I haven't even lived here a night yet. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> now, now one of one of the stories that that we didn't say on Patreon that I just thought of was. And we don't have to rehash this if you don't want to, but him, you see him driving by your house. Wasn't he just screaming out the window? Wait, wait. Didn't you like go outside and he was like driving by your house in the morning? Oh, oh yeah. Dude, that, that's honestly happened a couple of times over the past, the past couple of weeks. Oh yeah. He drove by and was like, Hey, like as if he lived down the street from you, he doesn't. No, he lives 15 minutes away. It, it, dude, it's always... <laughs> Wait, it, I'm trying to think of the most recent one because it's always when I'm like bringing the kids out for school in the morning and it just, it, like, it's freezing cold. It, we're already behind. And he's just like, hey, what's going on? And the kids like just want to go talk to him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and they refuse to get in the car and he's like, oh, let me, let me buckle you in. <laughs> Dude, and it's, it's, dude, it was the most recent one was he drove by and was like, Hey, where's your cat going? It was the cat. Dude, <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. He's like, 
<laughs> it's fucking 7.30 in the morning. He just <laughs> rolls by and he's like, hey, what are you doing with your cat when you move? I'm like, what? He's like, your cat. What are you doing with it? I'm like, I'm fucking taking it with us. He's like, oh, for fuck's sake. And drives away. <laughs> what the fuck else would I do with it? <laughs> oh, my God. That's so fucking crazy. <laughs> Well, if anything, at least we get content for the show out of all of this. So <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, uh, this week, uh, we oh, are oh to, oh, to sell to yeah. sell the Patreon. Uh, I, oh, yeah. I recorded actual footage of of the oh. shit, so Sean has proof of that. We we can we can leak the videos. Oh my god, we might have to. <laughs> we might have to. I might interject them into the last episode. <laughs> Because they're so ridiculous. They're just, they're just screaming <laughs> for about nothing. Yeah, it, it's <clears throat> insane. It's My really fucking insane. nuts. <laughs> <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> fucking Tourette's guy or whatever. What was Talk that? about freezing his nuts off. It's fucking 50 degrees. Out, the warmest day we've ever had in December. <laughs> Oh man, um, I'm not. I'm not. So a bunch of uh, listeners sent me links to candelabras. <laughs> I, I I was able to record in the sunroom, but it is freezing, and I'm staring into this like black void. Like it is pitch. Bl- I'm facing the window, and it's just pitch blackout. And every time I move my hand, I see my reflection, and it honestly scares the shit out of me. <laughs> I've had chills like shot down my spine. Oh, like at least three or four times since we started recording. <laughs> Dude. Oh shit, somebody's out there. Oh man. No, there's not. No, no, that's oh, what you're saying. Th- oh, what you're thinking. That's what I kept oh, my saying. God. Now I got scared. I- okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh yeah, so I I had something I was gonna say and I forgot. Um the sunroom, no candelabras. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's all I've got. <laughs> um so hey. A couple of announcements, too, before we kick off this show. Uh, head on over to store.ihatehorror.com or shop.ihatehorror.com. Either one works, actually. Let's use shop, though. That makes more sense. No one says store. Anyway, shop.ihatehorror.com. And because uh, what I've noticed is we do these pre-orders, right? And really, all I, all I do is we leave them up for a week. We announce it one week. And... Honestly, only 10% of our listeners, based on numbers, probably only 10% of our listeners follow us on social media, which is crazy. Um, And I realized that, you know, these people miss out. We get tons of emails after we do our, our releases, our merchandise releases, you know, saying they missed out. And it's just, it sucks. So what I did was if you go there now, there is a way to join the email list. I am not going to email you ever except to send out one email saying that the pre-orders are up. So if you're interested in the merch, we're doing a new t-shirt, two enamel pins, and maybe something a little extra too. Not sure yet. Um, but if you want to get in, if you want to get on that and get the pre-order because we don't order much outside of the pre-orders, get to the website store.ihatehorror.com. I'll probably link it on the main page too. Um, head over there, put in your email, and I will email you when the pre-order starts. We'll probably keep the pre-orders up for like 10 days, and then that'll be it. Um, new designs are cool. I, I put a couple pins in your box, Joe. Did you see that? I did. They look great. Dude, they're fucking crazy. I, I'm so proud of them, and that's Knights of the Pin that hooked us up with those. I'm like, 
it's probably one of the more proud things that we've I, that I've been of something we've made because I don't know why it's just like <laughs> it's like a something that was manufactured. Yeah, no, they're legit. They they look great. It's crazy. Like we actually had to, they had to be manufactured. It's not just like something printed on a shirt. No offense yeah. to screen printers, but like <laughs> this was like fucking made like in a fucking factory in China. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, so we have that to announce. Then we have the other thing I wanted to announce was so Joe, will you be able to do a live a, a live show this this month? Or is it yeah. going to be tricky? Okay. Do we want to do it the day after Christmas or should we bump it? No, we can do it then. Okay. I literally got nothing else. To do. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's, let's just say it now. Then Saturday, the 26th will be our live show for December. Uh, as you know, the Patreon, uh, the mangle expert tier, they get into the live show for free. Uh, but we will be offering you a way to buy a ticket. For $15 if you want to just watch the live show. Um, I'm debating how to do this. So if you are interested in doing the live, just the live show and you're not a member of Patreon, email me, Sean at IHateHorror.com and let me know you're interested in buying a ticket to the live show. And then we can, I, I can figure out a way to do it. I'm probably just going to have you Venmo me, honestly, but we'll figure it out. And then I'll send you the, the secret, the super secret link. Um, so do that and, uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll just gauge the interest and that'll depend kind of how we, um, release those, um, you know, private sale tickets. Um, and that's it for the announcements. It's a, it's an exciting few weeks for the horror show, merchandise, live shows, dial code Santa that Joe Bob already did a, f- a fucking get. <laughs> <laughs> What are we doing for the live show, by the way? We don't, I don't even think we know. Or did we just, oh, wait, weren't we going to do Ernest or no? (laughs) Wait, did we discuss that? I feel like we did. Um, I thought we were doing something kind of non-horror. I thought we were doing, uh, (laughs) I thought we were doing an Ernest serial killer for bacon. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, I kind of, I might, well, I, actually, let's do that. I forget that. Dude, fucking Jim Varney, the Jim Varney documentary, basically. Uh, we'll figure out something for the Christmas episode. Uh, well, he's, in, he's, he's in the Beverly Hills, but wait, so do you want to do, just do Jim Varney? I feel like it would have to be, um, it would have to be earnest, right? But we'll talk about, I mean, we'll talk about the, the Beverly Hillbillies. Dude, what? I was just thinking about that movie the other day, and I was just thinking, why did they think in the 90s anyone was interested in that fucking <laughs> shitty sitcom from the fucking 60s? <laughs> Maybe earlier. I don't know. I honestly don't know when that came out. It had to be the it's 60s. A great question. <laughs> Tap it into the prime audience right there. Dude, like, and, and they did that a lot in the 90s. Yeah, it's in 1962 it started. Jesus Christ. And, 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 oh my God, it ran 10 years almost. Um, yeah, but still, that's <clears throat> yeah. No, I mean, years out. it's dude. Absolutely, it fucking makes no sense. No one wanted to see that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tap Jim Varney to be. Judd <laughs> I can't even Clamp- think of a good. An- I can't even think of a good analogy. Like, w- w- what was popular then? Like, a Clarissa explains it all. Uh, live action movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I guess that would be it, right? Samara oh. weaving. But like, it, that would even be. Oh man, because like the 
the the ideas from the 60s were just so cornball-esque. So it would have to be like this like super cornball-y show from like the early 90s that you'd be like, oh my God, like what the fuck? Like that's fucking awful. Melrose Place? <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> Melrose Place, the movie? I don't even know. Like Blossom? Fucking Dinosaur? I would watch that. I think TV shows were just better. I'm looking at them and I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I would watch that movie. Um, let's see. It, Cause it would have to have like a ridiculous fucking. Okay. Okay. And you're going to say you would watch this, but married with children. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd watch that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's another one. Quantum leap. I would 100% watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, quantum leap. Oh my god. Scott ba- Scott Bakula. Like that's what it would be. It would be like that home improvement. Third Rock from the Sun. Third Okay, Third Rock. From, right, that's a good example. That's, that's the best example. example. That's the best yeah. example cuz it's got this insane story, right? That like that's just basically the premise of every fucking episode. See, the problem is those other ep- shows, you know, they told stories every episode and it was fun. Third Rock from the Sun and Beverly Hillbillies was like literally the same thing every time where it's like, get it, they're hillbillies and they live in Beverly Hills. They're like, get <laughs> it, right. they're aliens right. and they live on fucking Earth. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's the perfect example. <laughs> All right. Well, we've wasted fucking 15, <laughs> 15 fucking minutes. We probably should have done that for our Patreon. <laughs> we just finished recording and talked about all the movies we were going to do. <laughs> oh my god all right well i already apologize i have i don't even like i can't even think straight tonight so this episode might be a little wonky hey that's that's even better because i'm not sure we talked about this on the patreon episode we don't normally do a good recent movie (laughs) right we used to at one point (laughs) and then we were like no Murder Must us with shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that that that's where we're at right now. Uh, so we did uh, better watch out. Yes, 2016. Um, we've both seen it before. We both liked it. Uh, feelings the same after watching it a second time. Feeling is the same, although although I will say the first time I watched it, I was like, wow, this was like Home Alone amped up a million. And this time I didn't really feel it was much like Home Alone. I just thought it was still a pretty good story. Yeah, you know, there was definitely, to me, I felt like there was something missing from the first viewing to this one. Where I did, I thought it was, I thought it was like a little screwier the first time I saw it. In a good way, right? <laughs> like Like a little bit. <laughs> Wonky. Yeah, like slapsticky. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's not. It's no, it's like dark. <laughs> it's really fucking dark, dude. <laughs> it's really fucked up. Um I think that kid, uh I, I can't think of his name. I'll just think of Zachary Levi. Um but he's a kid from from that shitty Peter Pan movie with Hugh Jackman yes. playing playing Blackbeard instead of Captain Hook. Yes. That's a, that's a different different story. Um I think he is excellent as a villain i also think he has a super punchable face which really ties in when you're playing a villain because i fucking hate that kid like, everything he did made my skin crawl which means he's doing his job right he's, he's great at playing a fucking heel it makes me fuck i fucking hated this kid i wanted him fucking dead i i never like i wanted the actor dead and i don't know <laughs> i don't know 
I don't know. I, do, I and maybe this makes him a great actor. I just I feel like it's him. I feel like it's him, and I want I want to kill him. I, I want to that's kill what I'm saying. It's, it's like his face is is like presence. I just want to pummel him. Oh my god! From the minute you meet him, you want to fucking kill this kid. Yeah. Uh, he's Australian. So is everybody, everybody in this in fucking movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Uh, and it was filmed in Australia, uh, which which is is weird. Um, the only two people that were not Australian were the director. Well, three people. The director. Uh, the fucking sleepy version of Rob Riggle, uh, Pat, Pat Warburton. Patrick Warburton, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good really like, tired Rob Riggle <laughs> <laughs> and Michael Madsen's sister um, but it just seems like why even bother if we're going to do everything in Australia and hire every every Australian person and be like hey can you just pretend to be American <laughs> either choose one or the other why would you fly these three people out to Australia to do this <laughs> and, and Virginia Madsen and uh, Warburton are have very very few lines in this, dude. And they you fly them out to fucking Australia. To, honestly, though, that's the dream, man. Good for them. Like, <laughs> you imagine they're like, "Hey, we're gonna fly you out to Australia. You're going to film for three days, <laughs> and that'll be a wrap." If that, yeah, if that, <laughs> it would be fucking great. Um, I for some reason thought this was a Netflix movie too. I don't know what this released dude, on. I did too, because I thought I watched it on Netflix. There was a series of movies very similar to this that were all good, too, right? There was Better Watch Out. There was The Babysitter. Yep. Um, and there was I feel like there was another one or two movies similar to this. And they all kind of came out, I feel, around that same time. And they were all really good. And they all involved this weird, like, younger kids dealing with, um, like, gory horror elements. And I, th- I thought that was cool. Um, but I definitely, I, I swore it was on Netflix, but I could not find any evidence that this was a Netflix movie. Yeah, that's so weird that you said that, because I was searching on Netflix, being like, I know this is a Netflix original. Yeah. It's not. And two of these kids also, uh, they they uh, they would... In The come, Visit. The Visit, that's right. The Poopy Pants, The Visit movie. <laughs> Another, uh, and one of those kids is uh, Poopy, poopy Pants Face. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I liked that movie, and I'm pretty sure you just destroyed me about liking that movie. I did not like that movie at all. (laughs) You love that 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 smearing diaper in his face scene. (laughs) It's fucking disgusting. Honestly, look at the kid's face. Though. He deserves it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I wish they brought it back into this movie. Dude, that would be so funny. Every movie he's in, he gets shit smeared <laughs> all over his face. <laughs> gets a shitty diaper thrown in his face. An adult <laughs> shitty diaper. <laughs> 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 Makes it harder to put into every movie, but <laughs> they will. Dude, what I hate about that is like, there's no way M. Night thought that was funny. It, like, You know he thought it was like a terrifying scene. <laughs> I think I bought into it. I, I might be an M. Night Mark. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> Are you sure? No, because I did think I liked. I did think I liked the 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 tree one. Wait, oh, the happening? Yeah. When Wait, I, even after we did the episode? No, 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 no. After we did the oh, episode, okay. I realized the like a major flaw in my thinking. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, because you told me that you told me that scene was creepy when those fucking idiots were just walking off the building. <laughs> Listen, man, that was a weird period. I I was I was like going to the movie theaters inebriated. I was I was genuinely like, oh my god, this is really fucking good. <laughs> oh man, here's the other thing though. We know people. <clears throat> That saw it after that and still think it's good. Oh, we do? Yeah, Buzz. Can, can I get? I was going to say, can I make a guess? <laughs> Buzz thinks it's great. He's seen it multiple times since. Buzz is a fucking idiot. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. (laughs) Oh my god. So, this is Better Watch Out. It's 2016. Um, I, I really enjoy this movie. So... This is going to be, uh, we'll see what happens here. We've got this movie this week. We've got Dial Code Santa Claus next week, which is a foreign film, which we've never done, a subtitled film. So in the next two weeks are probably going to be uh, fucking awful, but let's <laughs> let's see what the fuck happens. Nah, man, Dial Code, but we'll have a lot to say, trust me. <laughs> oh, really? Really? What do you trust think me. about this? Do you think we're going to have a lot to say on this or no? Um, There's I stuff mean, to talk about. There definitely is. Like I said, I, I'm in a weird, uh, weird mood, so I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. We, we've already been recording for 45 minutes and haven't even gotten to the opening scene yet. So, you know. <laughs> uh, listen, who knows? It's fine. Who's to say? <laughs> it's fine. Well, we open up. We meet Ashley, the babysitter. You know what, man? And can I just say though, <laughs> dude? I got one sentence in the movie. <laughs> Here's what I want to say, real quick. Writing notes for a good movie versus a bad movie is is a startling comparison because you know this person's name immediately. <laughs> you know every character's name. <laughs> that is that is a good point. <laughs> I know all their names. And like it didn't take me be rewinding or being like, wait, who is this? <laughs> like you just they they make it clear who is <laughs> And they don't muddy the waters with like, or just never say their name throughout the course of the fucking movie. That that is a great point. That's a great point. I don't take good notes as it is. Like, but in bad movies, I write a lot down, like jot down my thoughts. Right. Like, I gotta I gotta mention this. I gotta mention this. But like movies like this, I have nothing to say, and also I can remember everything literally. Like, right, because it's a story that makes fucking sense. Yeah. <laughs> It has a point A and a point B, and 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 it's it's it, you know everything lines up. <laughs> so we meet Ashley, the babysitter. Um, she is uh, she appears to be tailed by a mysterious SUV at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Put that in. The other weird thing is seeing this for the second time. You know. The red herring, there's great red herrings in this, but I, they were lost on me being at my second viewing. You know what I mean? So I'm going to sure. tr- try and keep them 
alive for the listener who's already seen it or doesn't give a fuck. But, and I just told him it's a red herring, but, (laughs) but, but the red herrings in it are great. Um, I, I loved them all. And, and they really, the first time viewing it, you, you really, you're not sure where it's going. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I think the reveal is pretty effective. Yeah, because uh, you're like, it. wait, what? Like, that's this is what's happening. And it was not not expected. Um, we then meet Luke and Garrett, who are buddies. Um, they're the kids. Luke reveals he's in love with his babysitter, and um, Garrett is really just the kind of the voice of reason. Um, and he he continues to be the voice of reason throughout the movie for the most part. But even which he's is like, alarming because he's the most like complacent fucking asshole ever. <laughs> Right. For being the voice of reason, he's also like, well, all right. <laughs> Whatever you say. Yeah. But yeah, I don't even know if I don't even know if you can call him the voice of reason. I guess like, you can't. He, he at least acknowledges that something's wrong, but then completely goes along with it. Yeah, he just yeah, he just kind of tosses it out there and then just leaves it at <laughs> leaves it at that. Um because even when even when Luke is like talking about the babysitter, he Garrett's like, listen, man, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> She's a 10, you're a 5, like, get the fuck out of here. Dude, that's so true, because there's so many scenes later on in the movie where he's like, dude, we're going to go to jail, and then then we'll completely, like, back Luke up the next, the very next second. It's so weird. It's shit. so fucking weird. We learned the uh, parents are going out for the night. Uh, and, and we also learned Luke is a sleepwalker. And uh, we learn this because the mom gives a pencil to uh, the babysitter and is like, put it on his door to know if we left the, if he left the room. I, I don't, I don't know what Com- that would do. <laughs> it comes, well, cause uh, he can't open the door with the pencil there or it'd be on the ground. Oh, so it's just to know if he's sleepwalking. Yeah. Yep. Cause at the very end of the movie, he makes a point to put it back in. Right. Right. All right. I mean, I guess that makes sense. All right. Well, so we got Luke. He's obsessed with his babysitter, Ashley. Ashley, though, has a boyfriend thing-ish, boyish, boyfriend-ish thing, uh, Ricky, who who we'll meet later. Um, And Luke, this fucking kid, this is your babysitter. Never seen somebody more upset, more fucking idiot, like (laughs) jerk job mutt. Whenever she brings Ricky up, he's just like, oh, man, like a fucking little simp, fucking weirdo. He pisses me off so bad, Joe. He he honestly makes me so mad. Um, yeah, I agree. Makes my fucking, fucking blood boil. So through a series of events, the parents leave, just the babysitter. Luke is kind of trying to make some moves a little bit, a little bit-ish at the first and then he pops a bottle of champagne and starts to chug it to impress the babysitter, Ashley. Uh, it, creepiest scene. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say that. He get no, he dude, he yeah, <laughs> gets way creepier. <laughs> Did you already say how how old is Luke supposed to be? Oh, Luke is twelve. Twelve. Okay, that's what I thought. And that means she is seventeen. Yeah, which is. Fine. She doesn't. She looks a little older than seventeen, and that's also fine. However, her boyfriend <laughs> looks like he's twenty-eight, <laughs> and it's ridiculous. It's fucking gross. Um, one of her other boyfriends that'll come up too. He's from uh, Stranger Things. 
Yeah, he is. Australian kid from Stranger Things. I was I was very dude, and is he not wearing the hat from that meme? That kid that that's high with the backwards hat meme. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? I do. I do. I'm like 90% I don't know sure it's that fucking hat. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. Anyway, um, yeah, so Luke's 12, he pops the champagne and starts chugging it. And oh my god, dude, I got douche chills in this scene. Which I guess is effective. The baby, Ashley's like, what are you fucking doing? And he's like, what's up, babe? I drink all the time. <laughs> and it's fucking champagne. Like, <laughs> the grossest thing ever to chug. Getting getting drunk off champagne. What a fucking nightmare. Imagine the fucking burp you'd have after chugging champagne. <laughs> Holy shit. So many tums. I'd I fucking throw up. Oh, my God. And he's trying so hard to get this babysitter. Um, and he will drink out of that champagne bottle for multiple scenes. And it's just infuriating every time he does it. Like when he's turned down by her and he's like, Ugh, and he like <laughs> slugs the bottle of champagne. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Hitting the hard stuff, buddy. <laughs> and he even he puts his hand on her thigh. Oh, man. It's so fucking gross. It's yeah, it's really fucking alarming. Um, Rest his head on her boobs. Dude, that, fucking that's weird. She should have fucking punched this fucking little shit in the face. She should have um, done that multiple times. There's a scene that, uh, again, we'll talk about more in depth when it happens, but he, again, Luke is 12, and the actor looks a little older than 12. Like, I wouldn't yeah. have guessed he was 12, but the actor might be 60 pounds wet and wearing boots, right? Like, he, <laughs> he is such a scrawny little turd. Yep. And he slaps the girl, and, and she, like, falls down the stairs and is unconscious in real life she would have ate that slap like a fucking champ and just pulled the, the shit out of him. oh absolutely and actually that kind of comes into play in this similar scene when he when he attacks the boyfriend with the bat and i know we're jumping but i just want to talk about it now he he hits the kid with a bat and i was like dude this fucking kid with a bat couldn't do shit noodle arm bitch and then but thank God somebody, but also this kind of pisses me off because like the girl di- basically died from a fucking slap. <laughs> Dude, I'm so glad you said that because I honestly was pissed off about that because, because that could, like they're trying to build her up to be like a strong, you know, female character. Yeah. And like she, she was like thrown off the fucking stairs oh. by a slap. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't even like the old, like I w- he should have just pushed her, right? Or or something. That would have been more effective. Caught her off guard and felt right. like he, sl- he fucking open hand slapped her across the face. And she was like blown back three feet and then fell down a flight of fucking stairs. Yeah. Whereas this kid, which to your point, I do agree with, like that yes. kid had the right reaction, but it should have happened to her first. Yes, but exactly. He, I agree he with does that get, completely. He does get hit with a bat and he's like down for the count, but then it's immediately up and just starts punching the shit out. Dude, it was the best. That's that's my favorite scene in the movie. He just, and the kid starts walking away, dancing, swinging the bat like a fucking, fucking cane, like an old timey fucking dancer. And the kid just gets up and just beats the shit out of him. And it is, it is amazing. It's amazing. And he look, has a look on his face like, what the, or I think he even says, I think he's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and just grabs Luke and beats the shit out of him. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, we're not at the fun stuff yet. Well, we are actually, because we get a weird scene here. The we get about scene. 500, we get like 500 jump scares for a movie that's not supernatural, paranormal. <laughs> There's so many jump scares. Yeah. And, and 
I, I would. I I, sh- I wish I watched the trailer before. I wonder what they built. Wonder what they. I wonder what they tried to advertise this as. You know what I mean? Without revealing yeah. what what the actual thing was, I, I'm 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 assuming they were going for like a scream vibe. You know. Yeah, I can see that. But anyway, weird scene here. For, first of the jump scares, which is uh, pizza guy shows up. We get a door knock on the doorbell knock on the doorbell, a push of the doorbell. And she's like, she's like, wait, we didn't order pizzas. And Luke's like, oh, well, it must have been my dad. And she goes to the door and there's a fucking guy there with a pizza and uh, they take it. She's getting some creeped out vibes. We get creeped out vibes. The guy is in the shadows. We don't see his face, which was really, I loved that element to it. Um, and then suddenly there's just a fucking Santa statue behind her, <laughs> which that part not revealed, never revealed <laughs> why that was happening. But um, very creepy. Creeps her out. They do it again. They do it again later. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And, and never really revealed what that was or or who this is. And we're just like, oh, who? what the fuck is happening? Um, we get some more scenes of fucking Luke. Fucking touching his baby's hair. Fucking sexual assault, brother. Yeah. <sighs> well, they're hanging out. They're watching movies, passing the time as babysitters and kids do. And we see fucking shadows in the windows. We see, uh, that's it. We see shadows in the windows <laughs> <laughs> a few times. And then Luke goes in for the big old, uh, to, to quote our friend Justin Laura, the big old 2.5 second Frencher <laughs> or kiss French style, whatever the fuck he says. <laughs> 2.5 second kiss French style. <laughs> kiss on the goddamn lips. <laughs> Shout out Justin Lore for making me laugh with those fucking memes and shit. <laughs> Stealing your dang virginity. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he goes in for the Frencher and she is not having it. Thank fucking God. She shuts that shit down so fast. Um, I I remember watching it the first time and being worried, really worried that they were going to make this like an actual love interest. And I was fucking disgusted. (laughs) But she shuts that down. Weird calls start coming in. Um, they're not really... I don't think they really say anything, right? They're kind of like staticky, typical right. movie calls. Yep. Not really saying a whole lot. She goes to look out the window and notice there's a Stan- Santa statue outside the window now. Yep. So shit is getting moved around. She goes to the kitchen. The door to the back is open. She's like, Luke, we got to call the cops. Give me my phone. And Luke, this fucking idiot asshole... Throws the fucking phone in the fish tank. <laughs> the fish tank, yeah. It's like, oops. I would have I would have fucking punched him, dude. After all the shit he pulled and then to throw my fucking phone in the fish tank. Agreed. I would I, I probably would have fucking stabbed him. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Leslie Nielsen does that in the naked gun? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the guy's like super rare pen and his really expensive fish. He throws it into the tank and kills the fish. <laughs> The goat. <laughs> Dude, I would love to rewatch this. I haven't watched those in forever. 
Oh, dude, they're so good. All right. Well, turns out all this tomfoolery was just Garrett. He shows up. Actually, it wasn't Garrett because they're like, why? Why'd you come in through the back door? And Garrett's like, I wasn't in the backyard. And then they're like, oh, shit. And then they hear <laughs> they hear shit breaking upstairs, right? Yep. Sorry, I'm like thinking about certain things in this. And I'm like, how how did this happen? But I, I think I know, but maybe not. I, I don't know. I'm sure it's covered. Oh, but the breaking I, was, was a recording, wasn't it? No, there, there's a real brick in the fucking window. Yeah, but, but they placed it there, didn't they? Um, I don't think so, because later we find out they have a fucking trebuchet. <laughs> a fucking oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so maybe it was a, a timed trebuchet. Perhaps. Yeah, that, that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> imagine having a fucking trebuchet in your fucking backyard. <laughs> uh, it's fucking insane. So. Okay, so that's that's how the brick gets in. All right. I, I'm fine with that, I guess. I, I'm confused, but. I guess we'll get there. Oh, the other story I wanted to tell you. So the director is American <laughs> and he claimed he had a really hard time shooting this movie because Australians have different door handles. Did you read this? No. <laughs> Aust- they, I guess they have different types of door handles in Australia. And he said they were excessively high. And he said it, it ruined his filmmaking experience because all he could focus on was the door handles. <laughs> <laughs> and I genuinely feel like he just had that prepped in case the movie tanked. And he was like, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a fucking door handle. <laughs> it's all fucking door handles. He said he couldn't focus on making a movie with the door handles the way they were. <laughs> a fucking regular old Paul. <laughs> Everything else working perfectly. Dude, that's, that's 100%. <laughs> that's 100% Paul. Calling him stupid the whole time. Like the only thing I could see it impacting a film was would be him staring at them while <laughs> while he's supposed to be watching them act. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> Fucking bizarre fact. Nobody has anybody ever paid attention to the door handle. No. <laughs> he said they were so tall, they were so high from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't stop looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> Right, anyway. <laughs> if anyone from Australia can confirm this. Oh, our friend Dre is a is a uh 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 what do you call it? Like an expatriate, expat expat. Um he lives in Australia now. Yeah, we got uh Luke. Luke listens to it. Oh yeah, Luke, right? Luke? I'm fucking I'm tired, dude. Listen, but Luke is is Luke from America and moved to Australia? No. See, that's what I'm saying. We need somebody that can confirm. Oh, yeah. Australia, it's all they know. They'll just be like, oh, yeah, our door handles are fucking fine, dickheads. Dre. Dre will that's give right. us. That's right. Dre will give us the real deets on these fucking door handles. <laughs> I hope he sends a picture, and I hope it's literally the same height. <laughs> this guy was just like, holy shit. <laughs> fucking door handles. I mean, how tall? Ta- how- how tall could they possibly be? It, it, they can't. To, like, bother you. you unless, unless you have to, like, jump up to reach them. Which then I would understand. That would be alarming. <laughs> that would be alarming. Well, they hear shit break upstairs. It is a brick. So they go to investigate. 
And like I said, they find it as a brick thrown through the window. <laughs> they also discover none of the phones work at this point, um, including cell phones. They're not working. And the Wi-Fi is down. Something you don't see uh, mentioned, you know? Because she's like, get on your fucking laptops and we'll send them a message. It's fucking brilliant. But the Wi-Fi is down. Also, there's like so much free Wi-Fi now. So <laughs> you'd figure <laughs> out a way. But it doesn't matter. This movie is moving so fast. I loved it. I loved it compared to everything else we watch where I'm like, it's only been 30 minutes. It's been 30 minutes and this movie's flying, right? They're telling a coherent story. It's it's fucking great. To, it's fucking great to watch. Um, also, this is on, what is this on? Pl- Prime. It's on Prime. And you saw it on? Uh, crackle. Crackle. Free ass crackle. Um, they go to go to the car, run to the car. Let's get out of here. Nope, not going to happen. There's a knife in the car tire. And then we also learn that the brick says, you leave, you die on it. So this is, uh, this is getting, this is getting heavy, getting heavy. Garrett, the friend of Luke, he's seen enough. He's like, I'm fucking out of here. He runs outside and we see him get fucking shot. It's murked. Fucking murked. And he hits the ground and he stays down. And, and you think for sure this kid got shot. We've seen enough of these home invasion movies. This, this, this is. This is typical. This this is exactly what you've seen. Uh, Ashley goes into, you know, planning mode. She's like, we got to go upstairs. Let's get your parents' gun. Let's get the fuck out of here. Um, and we'll go upstairs. We'll bunker down for now. So they'd go do that. And now we're seeing men in the house with fucking guns, right? Yep. I, I swore I saw multiple men, but it turns out there's only one, right? Yep, right. This guy's walking around the house. He's got a shotgun. He can't find them, which is, you know, in the moment is a little bit alarming because I've never seen two people make so much fucking noise. <laughs> and some guy be so close to them and be like, hey, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> um, they just, they constantly make so much noise. And Luke gets in this moment, Luke just gets all of these big hero moments. And it was frustrating to watch because of how much I hated him. <laughs> um, you know, he saves, he's he's in like hero go mode. He's just like, come with me. Or like, I'll go get it. You know what I mean? That, that bullshit. Um, he saves Ashley from falling. He's the one that goes and gets the gun while there's a, an armed man in the house. Um, they end up hiding in the closet the guy walks in fucking scary. It's tense. And then Ashley notices the fucking guys wearing Luke's ski mask. <laughs> and without even hesitation, she's like fucking Garrett. And she runs out. And I, which honestly is kind of alarming because like somebody has been breaking in the house or so you think, and you watch Garrett get shot. Why would you, why would you think it's a prank at this point? I would and not just somebody. Why would you just think somebody broke in and grabbed a ski mask? And I remember watching this the first time and really being like, that's going to be a real guy. And they're going to like run away or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they're going to have like a moment <laughs> and realize this guy's fucking real and run away. Uh, but it, it is Garrett. 
<laughs> it's fucking Garrett, and he takes the mask off. And he, he looks like fucking Muppet Man. It looks like he's standing on the shoulders of two little kids. <laughs> he's got, like, his big-ass trench coat. Looks like a goddamn idiot. Um, <laughs> I love that kid, though. I loved Garrett in this movie. He's fucking idiot goofball. Um, and this whole thing was just a prank. Yeah, set up by Luke. Yeah. Luke set this all up. Um, and she fucking goes off on Luke. Oh my god, it was it was the best. It was the best. She tells him he needs therapy. Dude, fucking Ethers is fucking kid. Fucking to oblivion. This kid's fucking toast. Like she's like, you're useless, you're an idiot, no one will ever love you. Go get some therapy. Um she storms out, and as she leaves, she's like, hey, Ashley. And he slaps her, and she falls down the stairs. <laughs> and that is an upsetting scene. <laughs> and she's down at the bottom of the stairs like she's fucking dead. Yeah. Oh, she's completely incapacitated. Yeah. Fucking dumb. Which he causes her to, he ties her up shortly after. That's that's, <laughs> that's how damaging the slap was. Yeah, she, 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 she is fully blacked out. Um, Because she comes to, she's tied to a chair. Um, And the kids at this point are just doing drugs and drinking. (laughs) But also in the most, like, in the most, how would I say, innocent way of doing that, right? Like, they stole some Oxycontin from the cabinet. (laughs) And they're like, what is this? And he's like, oh, no, they're called Oxys. (laughs) (laughs) And they're still just drinking the same champagne bottle. Uh, well, I do think I, I think that's a good point. I think the director does a really good job hammering home uh, like the age, which makes him even more maniacal that he's such a fucking evil shit at such a young age. Dude, yes, for sure, you're you're 100 right with that. They they make sh- he makes sure to and not in a not in an um, egregious way or in a way that that's just like okay, yeah, we get it. Like he just drops these little things where you're like, fuck, these kids are fucking twelve, <laughs> like. Yeah, I mean, even when they're smoking weed, like, they're... Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so fucking funny. Which which I'm laughing because (laughs) our buddy acted the same way after doing it for the first time. Oh, my God. (laughs) At age 26, but... uh, But, yeah, they they make sure to do that, um, and it's really really fucking good. But, yeah, that oxy scene's a great point, too, because he's like, what do you call these? It's like, oxys, I think. (laughs) Um, and they have this interrogation scene with Ashley now where Luke, uh, we're starting to see Luke's evil side, not the full extent of it, but a pretty fucking close. Uh, he's trying to make her play truth or dare. Um, this results in Luke, uh, sexually assaulting her (laughs) because Garrett's like, touch her tit. (laughs) And he does. It's fucking violent. It was honestly infuriating. Like, it pissed me off. Oh, dude, it fucking pissed me off, too. It really fucking pissed me off. And, but then I thought of a great fucking thing that Ashley should have done. If I were fucking Ashley. Okay, so Ashley pulls a great move here, right? Ashley fucking turns them against each other a little bit in this scene. Um, Because during Truth or Dare, she rats out Luke for killing the ham, for killing Garrett's hamster. Right. Garrett gets pissed off. What I would have done, I would have been like, Garrett, I dare you to fucking kiss me. Oh, make him go into a blind rage. Fucking go nutty, man. That's what I would have done. And even though I've seen this movie, I was like, I bet she does that. 
<laughs> I was like anxiously awaiting her to do that. And then I was like, well, that's something you made up and you've seen the movie and you know that. It's <laughs> such wishful thinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But it doesn't matter because uh, Garrett's really pissed off about this hamster. <laughs> so I guess she chose the right way to go. Yeah, it's, it's a great strategy. But then uh, nothing comes of it because Garrett still this is number one. Yes, man. Dude, yeah. Like that's you know what? That's a great point. Yeah. Like we said it before, but. That's a perfect way to turn them against each other and have a rift in between them for the rest of the movie. And it does nothing. It literally, he's just like, Jesus, man, that's so fucked up. And, and like, they basically have that same conversation three more times in the movie. Yeah. It does most definitely come up again. Like, they're just like, no, oh, man, you lied to me. And it's like, it, it, it's insane. It's insane. Um, but he just always, he goes back to his man, Luke. There's even a point where Ashley's like, let's run away and call the police. And Garrett's like, but Luke will be so mad. It's like, what the fuck? Luke will be in jail, dude, and you will not be. So, like, uh, I would have taken that road. Uh, Well, in the midst of all this fucking madness, Ricky shows up out of nowhere. Um, He he says Ashley had texted him to come over. Um. And so he wants to come see her. Luke is resisting him coming in, but ultimately he gets his way. He comes in anyway. And he's trying to find Ashley. He can't find her anywhere. Her mouth's duct taped. She's trying to get his attention. Um, but she's, you know, duct taped to a chair and her mouth's duct taped. She ends up falling. Uh, but she does get herself a piece of glass in the, in the process. I don't know from where, but it's fine. Just a lonely piece of glass on the floor. Or Ricky's running around the house trying to find Ashley. Luke comes up stairs. He's like, listen, man, like she's not up here. And he's like, oh, whatever, idiot. In the process, Luke, Luke gets the fucking bat, hits him in the head, starts dancing. Ricky gets up and is like, you fucking idiot. Beats the shit out of him. He's about to have the upper hand, but then Garrett shows up with the gun, saves his buddy Luke. Um, and now we've, we've got our tied up Ricky and a tied up Ashley. <laughs> Dude, I just want to go back. Luke is so shitty at like trying to divert people. It's honestly so annoying. The, the, when Ricky shows up, he's like, she doesn't want to talk to you. Like he keeps saying it. And then when the second guy shows up, the way that he's following him around, I honestly would have turned around and slugged him right in the fucking mouth. Dude, you, both of these kids, I would have fucking just strangled. <laughs> fucking idiot <laughs> and the way he just like stares at you like get the fuck out of here uh that second guy too that that whole concept of that moment is just like so insanely fault where he's like write a note to her i'd be like okay i'm going home like <laughs> yeah, i would do what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot um so now we got we got we got ashley we got uh ricky tied up and Eric, Eric, I mean, Garrett is a, still sort of trying to reason with him. It's like, hey, man, we're probably going to go to jail. And Luke is just like, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm so smart and cool. And uh, we also reveal that Luke is the one that texted Ricky to come over, which I don't. What was Luke's intention in this movie? Yeah, because I, I thought it was just, I mean, 
not even I just thought like that was his end game was to scare the babysitter and then like trick her into seducing him. And now it's become this like elaborate scheme to, and I still don't <laughs> know what to do. Murder everybody that has ever set eyes on her. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing. And maybe it makes sense if you're painting this kid as, you know, a narcissistic fucking future serial killer. I mean, he said he killed the gerbil on fucking purpose. So maybe that's what they were leaning towards. And like, this just kind of opened it up, opened up yeah. the opportunity for him. Um, he does a good job. It's kind of freaky, but it's also like the most over the top plans to do, to become a serial killer is very, very elaborate. Yeah. <laughs> like well takes so much fucking effort. Um, and, and, and so we learned Luke texted Ricky and now he's like, I want you to invite Jeremy over. This is like some weird, real fucking weirdo shit right now. Fucking youngest cuck on earth. Like, what? What is this kid doing? Why? <laughs> why does he want all of her boyfriends and ex boyfriends here? It's fucking bizarre. And it turns out he's like maybe a legit cuck because he's like, I want you guys to have sex while I watch. Yeah. <laughs> fucking gross. What the fuck is wrong with this kid? Somebody fucking kill this kid. Uh, pissed me off. Uh, and it was also great because they were just as equally as like, what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, especially for a kid that like just keeps being like, I loved her. <laughs> I love I love it this scene because uh Ricky's plan is to piss his pants, which is honestly fucking brilliant. And I love the kid's reaction too. He's like, What? Joe, <laughs> Joe. He's peeing on his carpet. I have the same note. I think that is one of the best <laughs> plans I've ever seen when you're about to be murdered. If, if it looks like they're doing like a job where they're going to clean up after themselves, you know what I mean? And try and get away with it. Dude, I'm going to piss. I'm going to shit myself. I'm going to smear it all <laughs> over everything. Spread your DNA everywhere. everywhere, dude. You you don't stand a fucking chance with me. I'm, go- <laughs> I'm going to make a fucking mess of <laughs> wherever you're going to try and kill me. It's going to be a disaster. You're going to fucking run away. You're just... <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the best. It's going to be the best. <laughs> and I'll just be left. <laughs> They'll leave and then the cops will show up and I'll just be like tied up in my own shit. Shitty pits. pants. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> is honestly a great strategy. It really is. It really is. I, when he did it, I was like, fuck, it's so fucking good. <laughs> oh man. And, uh, and Luke, you know, to get back at him, uh, makes him get high as a punishment. Cause he's fucking 12. <laughs> smoke this weed you'll be in big trouble when the cops come (laughs) (laughs) um and they move him out to the hallway after that and it's to test out the home alone paint can scene because they talked about that in the opening scene right they were debating whether you would die or not from, from the paint can scene now i think we've talked about this privately before but have you ever seen those articles about the uh the the doctors <laughs> the weighing bricks. in. The bricks from Home Alone 2. Well, not just the bricks. Every Everyone. Well, the bricks is funny because of Thule's dad when he laughed in the theater. Um, right, right. But, I mean, throwing a brick full speed from, from that high up in, directly in somebody's face. <laughs> fucking kill <laughs> Um Have you ever seen these articles, though, where doctors analyze the, the, the pranks from the first movie? 
No, All right. So I have the list here. Let's let's just go through them for a little a little time filler. These are great. So this article it's on uh, this one's on mental flaws. There's probably like 30 of them now. Um but they get a doctor in and they make them watch the scenes from Home Alone and they they're like, "Hey, could this really happen?" <laughs> Which is great. So the first one is the BB gun to the forehead and that's when um Kevin puts the BB gun through the doggy door <laughs> yeah, yeah. and shoots Harry in the fucking nuts. <laughs> and then when Marv goes to look into through the doggy door, that movie fucking rules. That's so stupid. Imagine your friend getting shot in the nuts and you're like, hey, wait a minute. You stick your <laughs> you fucking stick head. your entire head in a space that you're 100% going to get stuck in. <laughs> oh my God. When he, so Marv goes, puts his head in and he's met with the same BB gun and it's shot into his forehead. Doctor's diagnosis. Classic air-powered projectile weapons typically have muzzle velocities of 350 feet per second or less. A BB fired at close range from such a weapon could break the skin but will not penetrate the skull. And it's unlikely to penetrate Harry's scrotum, especially through fabric. All right, fair, (laughs) fair. Next one, though. Uh, Iron to the face. (laughs) That's when Marv runs to the basement stairwell. Uh, once he has stumbled his way down into the dark basement, Marv grabs for what he thinks is a light bulb cord, but it's actually a rope attached to a steam iron as <laughs> a prop to a laundry chute. Um, let's estimate the distance from the floor, from the first floor to the basement is 15 feet and assume the steam iron weighs four pounds. It strikes a mid in the face. This is a serious impact with enough force to fracture the bones surrounding the eyes. This is also known as a blowout fracture and can lead to serious disfigurement, disab- debilitating double vision if not repaired properly. Uh, the burning doorknob. Uh, if the doorknob, because it glows, remember? If the yes. doorknob is glowing visible, it's 751 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> Harry grabs it for like one to two seconds. Um And it says, by comparison, one second of contact with 155 degree water is enough to cause third degree burns. (laughs) (laughs) 750. The temperature of that doorknob is not quite hot enough to cause Harry's hand to burst into flames, but it's not far off. (laughs) (laughs) Assuming Harry doesn't lose the hand completely, he will almost certainly have other serious complications. (laughs) Uh, uh, Kevin at this point has moved out of defending his house into sheer malice in my opinion <laughs> uh, the blow the blowtorch to the scalp um, let's see uh, Harry Harry has an interesting reaction to having a lit blowtorch aimed directly at his scalp rather than remove himself from danger he keeps the top of his skull directly in line of the fire for about seven seconds <laughs> And just be like, (laughs) what was likely a simply second degree burn is now a full thickness burn, likely to cause necrosis of the calivarium. That means the skull and bone tissue on Harry's skull will be so damaged and rotted that his skull bone is essentially dying. (laughs) (laughs) They showed him the uh, barefoot ornament scene. Well, walking on ornaments seems pretty insignificant compared to everything else so far. If I was Marv, I'd be way more concerned about my head. (laughs) (laughs) And now we get to the paint can to the face. 
Let's see what the doctor has to say. Assuming the paint can is full, roughly 10 pounds, the rope is 10 feet long. Marvin and Harry each take a roughly two kilonewton hit to the face that is easily enough to fracture multiple facial bones and is probably going to knock you out cold. So not kill you. Not kill you, but it will probably knock out all your teeth. <laughs> okay. Uh, which is funny because in this scene right now, a movie it that appears is, his head explodes. Dude, his head explodes. But here's what I think. I think they did this on purpose to continue the debate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think they were like, let's do the opposite of Home Alone. Right. So there is no, there still is no definite answer. And everyone will continue to argue, <laughs> argue about the pink cans because it is so like, they don't even show it. They don't even show it, but everyone's like, Oh my God, his fucking head is gone. Yeah, dude. And honestly, mixing the paint with blood is fucking and like, to even call that blood, it's not. It was just a thick goop. It was oh, disgusting. Oh my God, it was so gross. And, and it, there's something about it mixing with the yellow paint, too. It was yellow paint, bright yellow. Yeah. So it's it just, a great contrast. Oh my yeah. God, it was crazy. It was really fucking gross. Um, I, I really like that. Um, but, you know, Ashley, I mean, I guess before his head explodes, Ashley f- fucking escapes using the glass to cut her um, restraints. You think she's just in time. She's like, put it down. And that's when fucking Luke throws the paint can down. And it's just like, what the fuck? And Ashley also somehow managed to get the gun that Luke's been carrying around. And it's not fucking loaded. Yep. Which (laughs) fucking pisses me off more than anything. This whole thing pisses me off just because I hate this fucking kid so much. Um, He fucking sucks. She tries to run. She gets fucking (laughs) shot with a paintball gun, which was... I like how they showed you what happened to Garrett. You know what I mean? Without, without like having to, yeah, without like, how did you pull yeah. this off? <laughs> then give some elaborate explanation. We just see the tripwire and the paintball gun in the tree. Um, so that's cool. Her and Garrett, they go hand, they go hand to hand combat here. Um, she's, she makes it over the fence. You think she's in the clear. And fucking Luke just throws a fucking brick at her. There's a brick. <laughs> this poor fucking girl. And fuck Luke. He fucking pissed me off. Oh, my God. So, Luke still has some type of fucked up plan here. Garrett is fucking defeated. Because now that now they have an actual corpse on their hands. Um, and, and Garrett's just laying there. And again, Garrett's laying there being like, we're going to jail. But... Per- continues to help Luke <laughs> until the very last moment. Um, and now we finally meet Jeremy, the other boyfriend and the, uh, you know, the hunky psycho from uh, stranger things. Yes. He looks like a fucking doofus in this movie. He does. He really does. He looks like a fucking straight up doofus. Um, and, yeah, he, he trips over the trebuchet. That's when we finally see the trebuchet. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> dude, imagine the police. Like, dude, the police. Luke has this entirely, like, what is supposed to be, like, a well-thought-out plan on how to get away with this whole thing. And, like, all the police would do is see the broken window on a fucking trebuchet and be like, well, let's start here. Whose fucking trebuchet is this? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> like, 
Case closed. Whoever has a fucking trebuchet is the guilty one. Like, I'm fucking arresting whoever's fucking trebuchet this is. So, yeah. So, Jeremy's there. He goes to the backyard. And this scene is is too long. It, and it's just Luke being like, write a note to her. Write a, I'm sorry, note. And it's just like, Jeremy looks pissed. I look pissed. Uh <laughs> Luke's just standing there staring like a creep. I'd be out of there so fast. I'd be like, you know what? This is I'm, I'm going to fuck Yeah, home. you said that before, and that is completely the truth. You fucking show up, and you walk around, and this kid is just following you, being like, you gotta do this, you gotta do this. You yeah. sit in the right. swing, and I'll write her, and I'm sorry, no. And then he writes one, and he's like, that's all you have to say? And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, well, it's all a plan. And uh, it's a very elaborate plan, as usual. Um, that somehow involves a tractor. <laughs> uh, and somehow he, uh, I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure how he hangs Jeremy, but using a tractor, he, he, he hangs Jeremy it's, from the tree. It's very funny. Cause when you're watching it, you're like, yeah, this is very well thought out. <laughs> but now that, that we're saying it out loud, it's, it's like, fucking so, so many things he, he was banking on so many things happening so precisely like it's fucking ridiculous like, you would have to get in contact with that kid and then have him sit on that exact swing and write a letter that would sound like a suicide note and then be able to also go get the tractor without him noticing and, like and i would turn dude i would stand up and turn around immediately as soon as i heard a tractor going uh yeah you'd be like what the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah. Even if you saw him go to the shed, you'd be like, all right, I'm fucking out of here. Like, he's got Agreed. sitting in the snow writing fucking apology letters. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. And, and the weirder thing is, as you mentioned, the original plan was just to scare her. And, and this seemed to all kind of evolve out of that. And maybe Luke is like a fucking psychopath and just yeah, kind of no, like, I, I, I'm fine with that, and, and I don't think it's a maybe at this point. That, like he is, he's a fucking yeah. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, it just unraveled. Uh, but but yeah, I don't even know, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore because so this wasn't because, even planned. So like, <laughs> you, I mean, yeah, it was yeah, so it was planned. It was planned. So it doesn't it doesn't make sense because his original plan or so. Was his original plan to scare her or just to kill everybody? I guess no, it would I think, be to kill everybody. I think his original plan was to just scare her and everything else. He was like, now I'm going to go one step further. But this Jeremy thing, he would have had to have been like, all right, well. But he was, yeah, he had to prepare that like fucking weeks in advance, you know? <laughs> oh, man. So Jeremy's dead. Jeremy's fucking dead. He he hangs him from the tree um, and makes it look like a suicide. Um, also, this is the most convoluted fucking story with bodies that no cop would ever fucking believe. And by the way, no cop would ever believe it. Cause they wouldn't even piece it together. And like you, Luke would probably just be like, Oh yeah. And then this happened and this happened. And the cop would be like, okay, Hey, dickhead, you're, under, you're under arrest. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like an, a story, an idiot, 12 year old. Fucking girl. Like, and Joe, how would they ever even explain the fucking kids head exploding from a pink? <laughs> who did that i guess i guess jeremy it would be jeremy and then and then he you know it was like a murder suicide oh wait he killed yeah, them you're, and you're, went you're, outside. you're totally right because um that we you know what man this movie's like 
fucking well-made. I'm sorry. It's just so different from what we have to usually deal with because there's a scene where we see him doing the cleanup and like the setup for what the cops will see. And he even takes like the paint can and the lid and like presses them on Jeremy's fingers. Right. So, but so you kind of put together his story just through this cool montage of cleaning up. That's true. Dude, the, the, the cleaning up montage is fucking great because he even lays back down in bed and he's like, oh shit, he has a mark on his cheek. Yeah. You know, he had a hole in his cheek and he runs back down and like puts the pencil through it. Yeah. For the DNA. Yep. It's fucking great. Oh, it's so fucking good. Um, It's so good. All right. Um, Where where are we? Oh, I mean, I think we're actually at that same, right? Because yeah, every, so <laughs> every everyone's dead. Um, oh wait, no, 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 no. Oh yeah, Jeremy no, hangs. Ashley's not. Yeah. Yeah, Ashley's not dead. So inside, Garrett's finally trying to free Ashley, in the slowest way possible. I've literally <laughs> never seen somebody give. I mean, it makes sense for this kid that just like mopes around constantly, and it's just like oh, I don't know. Like, well, he is super high on oxy and weed. That's true. He is going so fucking slow. He's got scissors and it just looks like he's just fucking clipping the same piece. And he gets shot with a fucking shotgun from Luke. This time Luke for real. Is, I, see, this is why I think this kid's a good actor. Because I fucking hate everything about him. But like in this scene, his reaction is like gold for like what a sociopath would do. Because yes. he blames Garrett for doing this. Like It's yeah. Garrett's fault that he, he made him shoot him. Because... If he didn't try to free her, there'd be no problem. Yeah. It, it's amazing. It's a really good scene. And Luke, Garrett's crying, doing the, the, which like always like breaks my fucking heart. Like a kid dying and crying. It's like the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. Garrett does a pretty good job at it. And Luke fucking unloads on him. And This would have been the perfect time for a fucking poopy filled diaper. <laughs> and now... <laughs> For my last humiliation. Dude, imagine if that's part of Luke's, like, elaborate story set <laughs> Just adds a poopy diaper to his face. The cops are like, well, what does that have to fucking do? <laughs> Who the fuck did that? <laughs> Just seems insulting. <laughs> the ultimate red herring for the cops. <laughs> oh, man. Um, everyone is fucking dead except Ashley. And, and and like a true narcissist, and, and and again, like great great writing and acting here. He's just a true narcissist because all he wants is a reaction from Ashley. That's all he fucking wants. And she's just like, whatever. She's like, I don't give a fuck. Because he's like, hey, what do you think of that? Like basically, when he shoots Garrett, she's like, who fuck cares? Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, and he he loses his mind, and he's like, say something. Say you're mad at me. Like a true fucking narcissist. Um, and surprising, most surprising part of the movie, pulls out a fucking knife, stabs Ashley in the neck. Yeah. Blew my fucking mind. Even the second time, I was like, oh, fuck. That's crazy. Killing, yeah. the, killing the lead, the, the final girl. Is Luke going to get away with it? We get the the whole cleaning up the perfect crime scene while the Ramones play. <laughs> Puts, yeah, <laughs> the Merry Christmas Ramon song. Uh, did him putting the pencil back in the door, I thought, is like the perfect icing on the cake. Like, it's such a good attention to detail. Like, he had this whole thing planned. Yeah, he, he was ready to do this. Um, he's out on the roof when his parents pull up, but 
looks like he's going to get away with it. Um, he knocks over every ornament, and honestly, that would be very noticeable. Like they're they're right there, and the things, the fucking lights are like dangling off the roof. When you pull into your house, you always notice like the weirdest shit. Anyway, like I do. You walk into your house, you see a bunny, and you get scared. You know what I mean? That shit blends in. <laughs> you're fucking see a bunny. You fu- what? <laughs> he said, "If you see a bunny, yeah, I used to have like bu- bunnies all over my house. So like at night, I'd walk in and you'd see a fucking bunny. You'd be like, oh shit! Like you know, like you just see a fucking bunny. I'm just saying, I would notice <laughs> why, my fucking kid you, on the roof. <laughs> why don't you call them rabbits? <laughs> the fuck calls them bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> rabbit. I said rabbit. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I said. Like it's bunnies. Your dad would be so mad. <laughs> Just send that clip to your dad. <laughs> Here's Sean talking about rabbits. <laughs> uh, anyway. My point is, I see rabbits. If you notice a rabbit in your yard and get spooked, you would see your fucking kid falling, like knocking everything over on your fucking roof while you're coming into yeah, the I house. Yeah, I mean, especially especially when it's like in direct, it's like directly in your line of vision, and you're shining your car headlights on it, and it's already lit up because there's fucking Christmas <laughs> decorations. <laughs> they don't see him though. He gets in. He goes to bed. He even remembers to turn on his uh, fetus sound machine, as Garrett called it. <laughs> Um, and we hear the parents walk in they scream bloody murder she's like where's Luke where's Luke she runs upstairs she gets Luke and uh, she's just cuddling Luke and, and it, it it's it's fucking it pisses you off because you're like this fucking little shit is going to get away with it and he made you so mad the whole fucking movie and he's going to get away with it um, and then you hear the police come in and you hear one of them say, this one's still alive. And Luke's face is like, what? And he runs to his window. Again, again, credit to him as an actor. Because he looked like he pooped his pants. Like he was <laughs> fucking mortified. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fucking Ashley. Um, and you actually even hear the medics kind of in the background being like, oh, she put a piece of duct tape over the the stab wound on the neck. He's like, they're like, oh, she's so smart. Like saved her own life. And fucking flips Luke off. <laughs> Dude, I loaded in the- loved it. Loved it. Fucking like, awesome ending. The, the perfect ending for that to give the finger while as, as she drives away. Oh, dude, it was fucking amazing. Um, did you catch the after credits scene? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It pissed me off again. Like, I was so happy at the end. And then Luke's like, after the credits, it cuts back to Luke. And he's like, Mom, I'm worried about Ashley. I think we should go to the hospital. Which, like, listen, I, I know Ashley would get the fuck. Dude, I would be, t- I would just be saying it over and over in the fucking ambulance. I would just be like, it's the fucking kid. It's Luke. It's Luke. It's fucking Luke. <laughs> that's, the so- thing. that's the thing. I, 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 l- <laughs> I like it. And, like, m- movies aren't supposed to, <laughs> movies like this aren't supposed to be analyzed like we're doing right no, now. No, no. You know? So I like that. He's like, oh, I need it. I want to go check on her. I'm worried. And, you know, for normal people, that'd be like, oh, shit, he's going to go get it. But he doesn't drive. He's fucking 12. So his mom would have to bring him there. Like, what? what is possibly his plan? And the hospital would never let that. It's a fucking, it's a fucking crime. Like, they're not letting anybody in. <laughs> he would have to be escorted in by his mom. Like, what? I don't. 
Uh, and the yeah. cops are almost certainly not going to let the one person in the house that was unharmed. <laughs> oh. Well, that being said, I hope they make a sequel and it's just him hunting her down in the hospital, which somehow is filled with tripwire and stuff that he's been planning for, for weeks as well. <laughs> Inviting people and hoping they sit on the right chair. <laughs> that is actually another giant trebuchet and launches people. <laughs> King of the trebuchet. Um, <laughs> better watch out. It's better watch out. 2016. A plus. I love this movie. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's a great, uh, great Christmas horror. I'm starting to like really, really enjoy Christmas horror movies. If they're done right, I think they're fucking awesome. They, they said, and there should be more. There should be more. There should. Yeah, be more. It, it, it's such like a perfect marriage of like a time that so many people view as like the jolliest time, and then to have you know. Shit go wrong. It's like just perfect. Yeah, more snow horror movies too. Movies set in the snow. Uh, I downloaded two movies. Um, they're actually on Plex, on our Plex right now. Uh, one is called Satan's Blade. One is called Ghost. No, Go- Ghost Keeper. Ghost Keeper. Ghost. Uh, Patrick Swayze movie. I <laughs> yeah, Ghost. Um, I downloaded them because they were on a list of uh, winter horror movies. I watched the trailers the other I watched the trailers without downloading them. Uh I've never seen two movies look less entertaining <laughs> in my whole life. And I'm really glad I did not suggest them because I was they were on our schedule. I was like, let's <laughs> do them without ever watching a trailer. <laughs> oh god, they look fucking awful. So if you want to see something terrible, put on those trailers. They're fucking awful. Um next week is Dial Code uh Santa Claus. Yes. Next week is Dial Code Santa Claus. We'll be recording that on Sunday. Oh, yeah. So, no. So, yeah. And so, we got two weeks before the uh, the uh, the big live show. And uh, Dial Code Santa Claus. Then it's Christmas. Then it's our live show. It's going to be great. Yeah. What a, what a jam-packed week. I'm excited. I'm so excited for Dial Code Santa Claus. This movie, was it fun to talk about? Not really. <laughs> Maybe we can't do good movies. No, dude, I, it's on me. Like, I almost wanted to cancel tonight, but we've been going so strong. And, like, everyone's probably like, why didn't you fucking cancel this fucking mope? <laughs> Just, you know what? They can go fucking go fuck themselves. Um, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It was fun. It was I feel fun. Like, I, feel, I feel like I slept walk through it. Listen, Joe, fucking, we, we get emails constantly. Like we said, I don't know if we said it on this episode or just the Patreon. But, we use, we get recommendations for f- to do like fucking Schindler's List and shit. Like, uh, stop it. Like, you know what? This is what you th- this is what you would get. So if you're complaining, you know what? This is this is what you get when you're like, do <laughs> Angela's Ashes <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Sophie's Choice. No, <laughs> no, stop it. There's nothing to fucking say. <laughs> it's fucking good. They're fucking good movies. Um, yeah, have you ever seen Sophie's Choice? No. Dude, all anyone knows about Sophie's choice is that she makes, she makes that terrible choice. And that's, like, not the point of the movie. And also, that, 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 choice ha- that choice happens in a flashback that you see at, like, the last three seconds. <laughs> what? No it's way. Ridic- Dude, the entire movie is about, like, her abusive relationship with Kevin Klein. More misleading in my life. It, it, like, it just has, like, interspliced flashbacks of, of her time in a concentration camp. And then, like, literally, like, the last... Like five minutes, it shows her choice. 
Oh, yeah, man. that was a pretty sh- pretty shitty choice, Sophie. But what the fuck was the rest of the movie about? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Sophie. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking jerk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, we got um, dial code Santa for next week. What what do we have uh, upcoming? What do we want to What do we want to continue doing? Um, do you have any recommendations? No. Okay. <laughs> well, cool. So that's the end of the show. <laughs> um. I'm just going to pull up. Do we have anything else to talk about? I, I feel like I've got other shit to discuss, but maybe not. Yeah, I have Satan Blade and Ghost Keeper coming up next. We're not doing that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, give me like a day to oh rejuvenate my brain, and then I'm sure I can think of something. You know what we said That's we were going to do for Patreon? Curtains. Oh, yeah, okay. I like curtains. Yeah, let's do curtains. Let's keep that. Curtains will be for the Patreon show. All right, that's all I've got. Um, so for Joe or wait, no, there's like a million things we got to discuss. Wait, not a million. Anyway, uh, you can find us at I hate horror.com. Uh, again, if you want to get noted on, uh, notice on the pre-order, it's store.ihatehorror.com or shop.ihatehorror.com, whatever. Uh, either one work. Uh, we're at Instagram at I hate horror, Twitter at I hate horror show and facebook.com slash I hate horror Joe, where are you at? Uh, Instagram, Boognish1985. That is the Boog. Uh, and, and that's it for this episode. We appreciate it. Thank you guys all so much. Um, and <laughs> I don't know why I can't say goodbye anymore. I was thinking about this today that I need to like really fucking get my shit together on these goodbyes. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> that's it. So for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. I'm